the Nostalgia Critic guy remembered so you don't have to. And welcome to a new segment I like to call... What You Never Knew. This is where I look back at films you've probably seen a million times, but it's still very likely you've missed one or two details either in the background or in the foreground. With that said, let's take a look at the 1989 classic, Batman. Yes, it's one of the most bizarrely awesome and awesomely bizarre superhero movies ever made, but just how much of it right in front of you did you miss? Today, we're gonna look at the easter eggs, the tiny touches, and the little winks to the audience that make us want to watch these movies over and over again. They're not pre-production, post-production, or anything behind the scenes. They're just the kick-ass little moments you never realized were making the movie much more kick-ass than you thought. Let's not waste any time, let's jump right into it with Batman! The editorial cartoonist mocked Alexander Knox for his story about Batman. But did you ever notice who that artist was? None other than a young version of the Batman creator himself, Bob Kane. That's right, Knox actually calls Bob Kane a dick. What a dick. That takes balls. A lot of people remember Vicki Vale taking pictures while Batman saves the day. This results in constant flashes during the fight sequence. But did you notice that Burton liked this effect so much that he actually uses it again in the opening fight sequence? Despite the fact that there is literally no reason for it whatsoever. What, they step on a strobe light? Did you ever notice that when Batman turns, his whole body turns with him? That's because the way the mask was set up, it allowed it so that he could never turn his head. Strangely enough, this is something that would stay in every single Batman film until The Dark Knight. You want to be able to turn your head. The filmmakers allowed it for so long because it allowed Batman to move totally differently from everybody else, almost giving him a strange, unworldly movement. But yeah, if you're gonna fight crime, turning your head might be a good idea too. I'm sure made backing out of the driveway easier. When the film came to VHS, it was actually brightened because too many people complained it was too hard to see what was going on. Because of this, we see a little too much this time around, including the driver's hand on the steering wheel of what's supposed to be a self-driving Batmobile. You idiot! The art museum was a parody of the Guggenheim Museum. Don't believe me? It's only two letters off. Though I think some of this artwork might be reprints. Many of them have alterations that are suddenly gone in the next scene. We mustn't compare ourselves to regular people. We're artists. Bruce obviously obsesses over the death of his parents, but he finds other ways to keep their spirit alive, including a portrait of his father hanging in the back. And yes, it's a painting of the same actor who played him later on. What, no love for his mom? Shut up. Vicky Vale arrives in the movie after taking photos from the Corto Maltese. Sure could get hurt doing this stuff. Corto Maltese is an actual location in the DC Universe, apparently carrying quite a gruesome history and is even the host of one of LexCorp's labs. Maybe that's what caused such a disturbing image. I don't know if it's art, but I like it. That bat belt is great for holding weapons, but not the best as an actual functioning belt. When Batman finishes blowing up the Joker's headquarters, you'll notice it drops just as he turns. You can practically hear the cartoon sound effect every time it happens. But what the hell do you care? The shot is so fucking awesome, you probably never noticed. Get into the air! Junior Batman! Miss me! <laughs> Most of us remember this intro of Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent, a man who would go on to get his face splashed with acid, transforming him into a disfigured Tommy Lee Jones. But many don't notice that this is also hinting that Bruce Wayne is often away doing his crime-fighting job. Clearly, this is where he was sat if he wasn't kicking ass. But hey, at least his money is going to a good cause. It's driving us insane! Well, for now. <laughs> I love that. 
After it's revealed that the Joker has poisoned many of Gotham's beauty products, you'll notice that the newscasters stop wearing makeup and hairspray. Either there or the Joker's TV finally upgrade to HD. Joker says he needs transportation for two in ten minutes. Gotham City Cathedral, transportation for two. Right away, sir? Five minutes. Five minutes. Better make it ten. Believe it or not, this takes place in real time. Ten minutes of screen footage goes by before the helicopter shows up. No wonder the climb up the stairs seemed to take forever. I don't know who you think you are. Why the hell did he take that helicopter anyway? Wouldn't it make more sense if he just got in the car and drove away? Or was a giant flying machine with his face on it much more inconspicuous? <laughs> Sir, what do we do? Why not follow the only helicopter in the sky with the Joker's face on it and see where it goes? Nah, that would make as much sense as stopping the Joker during the parade. Why didn't they stop the Joker during the parade? He literally announces to everyone what night he's gonna show up and what he's going to do. Okay, he doesn't give the location, but I think a giant parade flow playing Prince could probably be spotted pretty fast. By the way, if you're wondering where the hell he got all that money, the original cut had it where it was all counterfeit with his face right dab in the middle. Suddenly giving this line all new relevance. What do you want? My face on the one dollar bill. Hey, hey, way to give an idea for killing hundreds, Vicky Vale. Bitch. A lot of people remember the iconic Batman symbol. It was in the intro of the movie and even replaced the title for both the poster and the trailer. But would you believe that's not the symbol that's on Batman's chest? What the fuck are those things? It almost looks like it's suffering from some sort of weird erectile dysfunction. Badass TDs. Ew. You also notice that while the Batsuit looks pretty clean and badass in newer films, the original was a bit more grungy and dirty. Sometimes the ears didn't even go all the way up. Heck, just look at the belt! Well, we cover that. And the number one thing you never knew about Batman is... Bruce Wayne remembers a young Jack Napier being his parents' killer when he freezes on a picture of it. But if he literally just moved a few papers to the left, he would have noticed that his mugshot was staring him right in the face the whole time. Yep, they called the actor who played young Jack back in just so they could put in this awesome little detail. It goes by so fast you'd miss it almost as quickly as Bruce did, adding to the tragedy of the events, but also the certainty that Bruce's memory didn't deceive him. Well, that's good, or else this would have just been confusing. You killed my parents. What? Are there any more that you noticed? Are there any other little details we're speaking about? Well, bring them up in the comments below and keep talking about a movie that's definitely worth talking about. I'm the Nostalgia Critic Guy, remember it so you don't have to. And I'm Batman. <laughs>